Hi, I'm Jeff Bezos, the bald, rich Santa Claus, coming to you from this Amazon warehouse. Just reminding you, the consumer, that we at Amazon are not only doing our best to get you your items, but we are also taking strides to look out for our workers. Amazon cares. We care so much about the safety and happiness of our employees that it's beyond care. It's love. We treat each and every employee at our facilities with the respect and empathy that humans deserve. Hey! Who said you could go on break? Get your ass back to the shipping area or your shitty fucking kids lose their health insurance. You understand me? At Amazon, you can expect top-notch service to ease your mind and simplify your shopping experience. All you have to do is tell your Amazon Echo what it is you want, and our expendable, I mean wonderful, warehouse workers will have your order sent out within an hour. Did you hear that, Johnny? Within an hour, not within the century. Don't you make me come over there. Don't you dare make me come over there. I'll make you polish my fucking head again. So don't worry about your orders. Amazon has it covered. Just keep giving us money and I'll keep abusing these employees at your benefit and mine. Amazon, ignore the ethics of it. And it's pretty convenient. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking for is kind of What is up? Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. We got a very, very special episode today. I, We welcome a guest to the show, Kendra Crump. She is a very funny comedian, has a YouTube channel that you should check out. I will put the, the link in the bio of this episode. Definitely subscribe. Also, if you could subscribe to my channel as well, Alex Mador, M-A-D-O-R-E, that would be really cool. I will definitely be thankful. And I know she will be thankful if you subscribe to her channel. Anyways, we're going to get into that discussion in a moment. I wanted to see if there was any other housekeeping we needed to do. Um, You know, I can, there's not any Ted Cruz content. So I can save that for Thursday's episode. Um, I, yeah, I don't have any, any big updates for you guys. I might, you know, be Twitch streaming this week. So check that out. I'll I'll put a link to all of these things in the description. So, um, yeah, um, without further ado, let's get into it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. I'm Alex Mador, and I'm joined with a special guest, Kendra Crump. Pleasure to meet you. Hey, thank you for, uh, first off, not thinking I was a bot or spam and just deleting my message. Y'all, I was on his Section 8 waiting list, and I got approved. It took a while, y'all, but we here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, like, so bad at... um. At responding to messages, it's something I'm working on. I have like it's okay. Listen, listen, listen. 
better late than never so you're good honey you're good yeah yeah thank you thank you for coming um i i haven't had a guest on in such a long time so uh i mean i haven't really had a lot of social interaction because of this pandemic and i've kind of like gone deep into my turtle show and this is me trying to get out now because it's time to get back to the real world you know hey it's okay it's okay it's okay so how are you doing Hey, everything is everything. I I, I haven't pimp slapped nobody, but you know it's still early. But it's, you can still pimp slap somebody early in the morning. You know, my cat my cat almost got the upper hand. You know, as I'm looking at her right now while she's staring into space. Do you have pets, or did you grow any pets? I love cats. I have a cat as well. Her name is Susie. Uh, okay, would you? Uh, my cat's name is Tony. Oh. What type of what what breed is your cat? She is a um, like a calico mix we're not really sure because we found her off the street oh so were you were you just walking one day you know taking a, a midnight or day stroll and then you just seen this random cat um, like hey we're gonna you're gonna come home with us how, how did your cat come into your life so we were out um we were out drinking uh, me and my partner and we we came home oh, this is when we still lived in new york city and this cat was just sitting outside our apartment came up to me and was like meow and i was like oh wow and my partner ashley she was like oh my god like pick her up bring her in like we gotta help her so we i picked her up brought her inside and she like she hid in the bathroom for a while and we were like scared to go in there because we're like oh my god we just brought this wild cat from the street into our into our home and now it's in our bathroom so i'm like Mm -hmm. peeing peeing in garbage bags in the kitchen away from the bathroom because like I'm just like, I don't want to get scratched like while I'm trying to oh. eat. And eventually I got sick of that. It's like one morning I go in there, the cat is as sweet as can be. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been like afraid of nothing this whole time. And that's how we got her. That is, well, you know what? You were peeing for, hold on, you were peeing in the garbage can? Um, okay, so so how often were you? Wait, wait, so many questions are in my head. Right, wait, okay. So you pee, you peed in the trash can. Did you like where? Where did you dispose of 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 the urine? Like, did you did you go outside and just? <laughs> yeah, because I had it in like a garbage bag, and then I'd immediately just bring it outside and throw it in the um. Because we lived in the basement apartment, so I could just go right out. Okay. Like, I hope nobody got hit with the pee. I, oh, I, hope, uh, I hope nobody. Oh like, my gosh. Taking, taking it out, taking the garbage out, just like oh no, like that would be a mess, but. I mean, hey, anything, anything is possible. You know, if, any, if anybody was loitering around their house, your house, they, they understood that day. Don't do that no more. Yeah. So, like I said, cat, cats are, I like kittens better than cats because cats are mean and they can, they scratch up. Well, you know, kittens do the same thing, but kittens are a little bit more playful. They'll be underneath you. Cats, you know, I'm going to tell you the real reason why black folks don't like cats because ain't no way we're going to play with you, feed you, and you walk past us a week straight. There's no way, okay? I, I just I don't I don't have time for that. And then on top of that, I always wonder about an inside outside cat. Like like the one like how do you if they're they're gone for like two or three months somehow they still show back up at their house. How do you remember where you live, man? How did how did you remember that this is the house? How do you know that we did not move? Like you know. And then on top of that, I hate homeless cats. Why do you want to be homeless if you don't get in? my my car and let me love on you and take you home to some food and shelter that's okay <laughs> but so yes, you have um so you have one cat 
that I mean, I said, because you know what? If the vet fees were not as expensive as they are, I'll probably have a couple more, you know? Yeah, same here. Exactly. Um, oh, but that that's that's awesome to meet another cat person. Yeah, I, I was at work yesterday, and this woman had nine cats, but cat kittens, and like seven of them were in her bag, two of them in her arm and I you know play with them for like 30 seconds it was kind of cool yeah, we have- yeah she's a cat rescuer Aww, you know so, so. but she said that you know I don't know like she said that she likes kittens better because she says her cats at home are evil and I'm like yeah this one's evil too you know but it's okay it's 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 okay how do you know how old your cat is yeah she is so she turned three in July Oh shoot! My cats the same age. They two months apart. They're a month apart. Aww. Yeah, I know. But I don't. I don't know how well that work out. Well, I'll. Uh, what state are you in? I'm in New Jersey. So yeah, I'll. I'll bring Tony up there one day and see if she doesn't try to fight. Um, you know your cat, and if she doesn't, then hey, they're best buds. If they do, then you know what? We tried. We tried. You know, and everything else. Yeah, Susie got smacked yesterday by one of the other cats here because we live with, um, I live with my in-laws right now. And mm-hmm. uh, there's, so there's four other cats in the house. Mm. And so Susie doesn't really, she's kind of scared of all of them. And she tried to pick a fight yesterday and got smacked. Mm. It's a shame right there. Well, um, Susie learned today, you know, but I mean, like if you could secretly be an animal, what would which, what would you want to be? Probably, uh, probably a cat. What? Are, I was gonna say the same thing. I was about to say, I, I, same here, same here. Like they're lazy. You, they can fly at people. It's it's amazing. They 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 can be gone for hours. The hiding in boxes and jump out at their predators. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Sleep all day. No need to pay rent as a cat. That was I was like, out. They just stayed in the house meowing. That's yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cats are. I I I used to be a dog person. Like even though I never had pets growing up, um, except for fish, which I'm very suspicious that my mom like murdered all of them. Because uh, so how so so what type? How many fish did you have? Uh, I had. I had a lot of goldfish, and each of their names was Seymour. Uh, first name Seymour, last name Butts. So okay. Seymour Butts, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Like there were so many, and they each kept dying like a week later. And now looking back, I'm like, damn, what, what, what happened? Did you did you ask mom why why are these um why Seymour Butts? You know, why? Why is it that they keep dying? Did you ever ask mom that? No, I I just recently started talking to my mom again, like a couple of months ago, because like mm-hmm. we, you know, f- family family can be very dramatic, and there's a, like a lot of stuff went on. But you know, at some point, I'm gonna have to ask her what happened to those. What happened to those? Can tell you, that's you know what I learned. I learned that you have more relatives. You can have relatives instead of family. Like I went to, I'll give you a prime example. All right, so I am an enigma, okay, and I am like probably the only enigma in my immediate and extended family. I do my own thing. I don't care. I'll be saying whatever I want to say. I'm a free spirited person, right? Yeah. 
And so with that being said, I had went to Chicago uh, over the summer to go and see, you know, Chicago again after five years and go see my family in quotation marks, especially with one cousin of mine. I was like, oh, yeah, cuz we gonna um, we we gonna hang out, whatever, you know, if, if not hang out, we gonna go and do what cousins do, whatever, we'll probably go smoke some weed or something. I don't know. <laughs> OK, whatever cousins do, you know, because I remember looking at like my family, both of my uh, I got my dad's side of families in Arkansas, my mom's side of families in Illinois. So, of course, growing up, I always wanted that family, you know, dynamics of, you know, y'all go to school to each go to school together. You guys fight each other, fight like um, the other kids in the neighborhood together. And that's what I wanted. You know, that seems cool. You know, but one thing I learned is if you guys don't grow up together, that type of reality ain't going to really happen, you know. Um, and so with that, with all that being said, me per se, I went there and I literally, first off, I, I was trying to figure out where I was going to end up staying. You know, thank God I had a um, got a homegirl of mine who was in town at the time with her husband and they allowed me to stay there instead of me paying for a hotel. Um, and the day, the like 12 hours before I'm leaving, everybody on my, like I said, my mom's side of the family finally calls and they're like, oh, well, come over. Yeah, let me tell you something. They didn't take me out. They were like secretive about, I was at, you know, in Chicago. Um, how familiar are you with Chicago? Um, not very. I've been once in my life. So, you know, in, in most well, in Chicago, they have, they're, you know, notorious for a lot of gangs and everything else like that. And so I was asking them, because I'm a little ratchet. Well, you know, sometimes depends on that. I might be very ratchet or, you know, a little. But, you know, I'm like, I like going to the hood. I like knowing about gang life and all that other type of, you know, stuff like that. Right. And so I was asking one of them, I said, hey, so tell me uh, where, where this gang is at or where all this that type of stuff. One of the cousins who I thought I was going to be cool with and be down with. He uh he's like, why you want to know that? Why you is that why you came out here and 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 why don't you do something else that's not gang related? And I'm like, sir, are you gonna answer the question or not? Okay, I already did that. I already went to 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 this tower. I already went to to MJ's house. Okay, they told me to get off his lawn. All right, so I, I already did all this type of stuff. Okay, so I already know these things. All right, but uh, but with that being said. You know, I really that last night we didn't do nothing. We we really did nothing. Just stay stay. You know, we stayed up in the house um, with each other, and you know, it, it just really was like a disaster. And my home girl and her husband said, "Kendra, we could have taken you out if we, you know, like I mean, we we're gonna do that at least your last day here. We would have gone to go get some food or whatever." And I'm like, "Well, you know what?" Um, it's okay. Now now I know. And I think what it was for me, I was trying to create this fantasy or I was was being in denial about who my family, you know, was. And I was hoping, you know, for the better with them, right? But like I said, man, some people just ain't it, man. You, 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 it's, it's okay. Let me tell you something. Out of, uh, it's five of us, right? 
out of all five, I got one who actually really laughs at my jokes. Out of that one, he's, he's canceled again because he's like, oh, you're trying to chase your dreams and the world is ending and the dollar's losing its value and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, okay, sir, even if that's the case, the dollar's losing its value, all that type of jazz and whatnot. You think I'm supposed to be sitting in the corner, not going to work, collecting dust? Okay, being afraid of the world. If the world doesn't end until 100 or 200 years from now, after I've been long gone, God's gonna look at me and be like, Kendra, you actually listened to him? What was your, what was your part? What was the point? Why were you doing that? Why did you decide not to go after your dreams? I gave you the dream for a reason. Tell you, man, you start going after your dreams, start doing something, you're gonna have different people. Now, again, what he's saying more than likely is true. Okay, yes, the world is ending. The dollar is losing its value. You know, we're going into a cashless society, all that type of stuff. You still have to do something with your life. Don't just sit here and, and do nothing with your life. Okay. And I think, like I said, man, it's, 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 it's to me is, is just amazing when you tell, um, when people find out what you're doing. Like, you know, even when it came to me trying to, um, go you know when I first started putting my comedic videos out there and everything else like that there were people I let cheat off my paper in school who wouldn't even like uh repost my material I let, if it wasn't for me you'd still be 20 years old in the 8th grade ma'am but it's okay know you know people feeling. are just haters I totally know the feeling like it's been like cause I've tried a lot of things like I started out making music and then I started oh really what type what type of what were you trying to be were you trying to be like um i'm not i was gonna compare you to diddy no but i'm never comparing nobody to diddy he's a horrible person were you trying to be were you trying to be like timberland what were you trying to be like um i was trying to do i started out with a lot of like guy with acoustic guitar type music um Mm -hmm. mostly just because like i thought that girls would talk to me um, and I was in high school. So. Really? So how 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 which did what did girls talk? But it wasn't the girls that you had had wanted. Um, well, uh, no, it kind of it kind of helped. It helped during during high school, but people see it through that. And then I actually learned to like love what like love music and making it and the craft. And then I started doing a lot more pop music, and now mm-hmm. I do like pop with a little bit of rap with just like. Or like I try to mix different genres and it, it's not really like my main thing anymore, but it was so hard to get people I know to, to just listen to that stuff. For some reason, like even just listening to it, they just don't care. And it's, so like I get where you're coming from. Oh, of course. And you know, one thing I realized, one thing I realized is, is that um, people are want to see you do good, but never better than them. You know, um, and so once you realize that your life will be a lot better than where it's at, you know, don't worry about if a person is is congratulating you or cheering on you or you keep on checking every day. The, listen, the people it's gonna come. You're following your your grow, follow and grow or whatever it might be. Don't don't be too concerned about that. You know, it gets hard, but it's it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think that's the thing. It's like you, you want people to see, oh, yeah, she's doing good. But if people don't root for you, as long as you cheering for you, you know, like that's that's why I would say, man, get uh, just have faith in God and allow him to do the rest and not sit here and worry on if this person is going to respond back to your message or not. Like it gets hard. It gets tough. But it's like, oh, OK, well, it is what it is.
Yeah, it's definitely, it's really important to, like, to believe in what you're doing, like, believe that, like, what what you want to do is, like, you're, you can do this. It's something that I've had to grapple with a lot. Um, like, during, I, I wasn't really putting myself out there before the pandemic, and then once, like, I was just, like, sitting around playing World of Warcraft, smoking weed, and, like, not going outside, because I was, like, afraid of people, and then, like, pandemic hit, I start really buckling down on podcasts, I start making music, like, like a machine, all of a sudden, like, just cranking songs out, and tweeting, like, a lot more, and, yeah, like, I was afraid in those times, like, but, but all of a sudden, it, like, like, I didn't need to go to my friends anymore to be like, hey, can you listen to this? I had, like, people I didn't even know that, on Twitter, that would listen to what I was saying, and, you know, there were always people that would be, like, um, that would always be like, you suck, you should give up, and, like, oh, like, I hate uh-huh. Did they, did they have, politics. like, emojis for pictures, like, yeah. character emojis? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, like, Red Foreman from that 70s show as their, as their picture. So, like, people like that coming out of the woodwork and saying things, um, but... But you know, it's people though. Like, I mean, at least they're like, their their eyes are on it, and that was that was cool. Just as someone who like, like I said, like nobody wanted to like check out his SoundCloud. All of a sudden, like things had shifted slightly. Let me. Okay, you mentioned a couple points. Okay, you said you was just um, smoking weed and 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 everything. I want to go back to that part. Give me the first time getting high story. What was your all-time favorite strain? Do not say indica sativa or hybrid. Have you ever smoked with a celebrity before? So my favorite strain is Blue Dream. I could have had the chance to smoke with Lil Dicky, and I fucked up and I didn't go. Oh no, what happened? He, he came to my college uh, my freshman year. And I went to the college. Okay, well, shout, shout out to the college you went to. Go ahead, shout, shout it out. Shout out Union College. Um, okay. Skizzy Mars went there. He dropped out after year one. I, I don't even know who Skizzy Mars is, but go ahead. He he his performance was garbage that night. He opened for Lil Dicky. Um, so my roommate went out. He was like, "Hey, do you want to like go out to this frat?" And I was like, "No, not really." Lil Dicky was there after his concert, and he was like smoking with with all of them, including my roommate. And he said something something to my roommate along the lines of like, I'm "Not gonna lie, I feel like Johnny Manziel right now." And I'm like, "Damn, that's the most Dicky thing to say." Mm. But so that mm. that was like I could have, and I screwed up so badly. Did um, you did you did you feel any regret? Like like still to this day, are you you forgiving yourself? I I definitely I mean I've forgiven myself, but there's definitely that like that voice in my head that's like, dude, you you fucked up big time. That could have been like, but at the same time, what what would have come of it other than like a cool story, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, but what about you? Oh, did you did you name the strain that you had, and oh, yeah. and how how old were you when you first got? Oh. Okay, so, um, yeah, so Strain, I guess, so Blue Dream, but now that I think about it, also Candy Kush was another one I had in high school that I haven't been able to find again, but it was amazing, smelled amazing, like, smelled just like candy. It was insane. So when I, okay, so first time getting high, 
I was I was 15. It was 2011. And my my friend lived across the street from me and he was like, "Hey, like come over, like let's hang out." And it was like a couple hours before my brother's birthday dinner. We were going out as a family. So this this must have been like in the summertime, or was this like on the weekend? This was uh yeah no, November in the like beginning of November on the weekend. I was like okay cool 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 very very straight edge of a person like anti drugs like the police during the dare program in fifth grade. You know what? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> like, Sometimes I feel myself being in police when I be just sitting here people watching and I be in my car and I be looking and I'm like you weren't supposed to do that you know. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, they make you sign. They made us sign a contract in fifth grade saying like you're not gonna do drugs, and if we arrest you, then we're gonna show you this contract and shame you. And it was like, wow. Um, did I get that same? I'm I'm sure we all, we sure I'm sure we all have did that. Yeah, but you know what's so crazy? They recently, not well, not too long back, a few years back, they took weed off the Dare program, like they they took it off. You know, but other drugs are pretty bad. But go ahead. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they took it off. Definitely, like I can't believe they even still have that program. But um, so yeah, my friend invites me over, and he's just sitting there smoking in front of me, and I'm like, wow, that I, honestly, like, that looks really cool, and that like smells really cool, and it, it like it was bringing me back to when like my I guess like I had a flashback to my dad like smoking weed in front of me as a kid and i was like whoa that's a crazy flashback like i should i should try this too and i I can say this about my dad because he he works for a cannabis company now um so so that's so i don't think he'll mind but so i was inspired i i learned it from watching you dad like the like the anti-drug commercial and i told my friend i'm like hey like can i have a hit of that it smells really good like i kind of want to try it so i took a hit high just high off my ass like not immediately but maybe like 10 minutes after the hit and my mom calls and she's like where are you and i'm like what she's like you're supposed to be home right now like it's it's jack's birthday we're going out to we're going out to dinner and i had completely forgotten i'm like oh shit like i smell like weed i'm high i'm very hungry and my eyes are so red and my friend he's like all right sprays me with cologne like down. oh wait wait not you smell like cologne and weed <laughs> yeah exactly douses me in cologne gives me some some mint gum puts visine in my eyes and sends me on my way and i i just get in the car we go to this cookhouse as a family and i'm sitting there just trying to keep my composure like there's so much going on around me and the the waitress comes asks us what we want i order like the most i've ever ordered like at any restaurant in my entire life and my mom was definitely very suspicious like she was she was super sus like she was like, Alex, you you never eat. Like, why? Like, why all of a sudden are you so hungry? And I was like, Oh, I'm a I'm a growing boy. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, I got I got through that that dinner, and and it, it was it was good for a while. I didn't really get caught uh, for for a very long time. That's great. Um. 
<laughs> and you know what? Speaking of that, I have this game. I got a game. It's called Puff Puff Pass Game. And the it's another game in here. I got these. It was these card games I got. This card game. Did you hear that? That's uh, my little rolling tray. I don't even like like smoke weed like that anymore. It's I'm I'm at a point where I'm really every now and again with it. Okay, here it is. Smoke pass pass a pool. Okay, so um. I'm at I'm at a point now where it's like I take months apart, and because I, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real with you, right? I like to be, um, and I don't know if you can attest to this or not, but I like to be productive. You know, the problem is you know in Jersey you guys are legalized, so you guys will be able to have dispensaries being built pretty soon. Okay, so, but here in Georgia it's not gonna be legal until a very long time from now right now they decriminalize it where okay if you get caught with this it's a $75 ticket you know depending on how big or how small it is or whatever you know but still you um it, it still is like like how you guys can have different strains and everything else like that it's, it's not gonna be like that out here it's we have different strains but it's like the same Zaza then people want to claim it's Zaza but it's really not Zaza like people let me ask you something have you ever been like um had somebody like put oregano yes. like to make it so what did you so was that your first time shopping with that person yes it, it was it, this was at college and it was some some douche that was a year above us where'd you so wait was so he went to school with you guys or he was just some random kid you know around the school he he went to he went to school with us yeah did anybody um did anybody um you know like well, did he do that to anybody else or that was like you know pretty much like uh beginner's bad luck he uh he became notorious for doing stuff like that wait okay so once you realize how'd you realize it was oregano like how'd you realize that my my older friend showed up um and he was like that stuff looks weird because he had sold it to us as like yo i got a good deal on shake and we were like oh okay that's that's awesome so we were like this tastes weird when we're smoking it and my friend finally shows up and he tastes some of it and he's like dude this is oregano this literally is cooking product this mm-hmm. is literally like spices for cooking or herbs for cooking and i'm like oh my god like we just got screwed. how much how much did, did you did he sell it to you for um like jeez, how how much did he that that must have been did he overprice you if you remember um well he he said it was like he said it was a really good deal for shake and i having been so in, inexperienced at the time i I didn't really know what was and wasn't a good price. Like I was buying in eighths at the time. Got it. Got it. So okay. So basically, word really didn't get out about him being a janky seller until you did it after you you know shot with him, or was it like kind of before then, but you didn't really hear about it. There are people who are always like, this guy is a bad guy, but 
Um, because mostly just because he was kind of a jerk, like a jerk to people. Um, but we didn't realize he was a scammer until that happened. And then, yeah, all of us, because it was a whole group of us that got that he like scammed, and we all told people. And from then on, so did nobody beat him up or what? Nothing happened. What happened to him? Nobody fought him. I mean, you can't yeah. really fight. He's a he's a big dude. He's a really big dude. But oh, he's a debo. He, yeah, he got he got kicked out of the school, and he has a kid now. I wonder if his kids gonna grow up like him. Why? Why do you know? What do you remember why he got kicked out of school? I think it was related to um, related to selling drugs. Of course, investigation. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say next? Okay. Well, I, I have you had anybody try to like? Because like I said, man, people people claim that I've had. Let me ask you something. Do you feel like women should get a discount? on weed or do you feel like everybody has to pay the same price male or female well hmm, well i think that's a that's a really interesting question and i think that that'll be a lot like even more interesting when we start seeing like federal legalization in the country because then you could see things like like discounts on like certain days for women and that would be really cool or like a senior discount I almost just said her a children's discount, but no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Weed is not for kids, but, um, but yeah, that would be cool. Like, I think, I think that's cool. And I think some, some weed dealers probably already do that. Um, they definitely did that at my college out of hopes that, you know, they would get a, get, get a little more than, than payment out of the person. Yeah. They, I, I, I have not had any guy, you know what I've had maybe. I've had a few plugs over a course of time. None of them ever discounted. And one was trying to holler at me. I'm like, at least you can do is make me want to, oh, I like you, like you, sir. I can't tell. Okay. This is still, it's, I'm, I'm still paying a lot of money for this. Okay. This is still a lot. Okay. When, oh, I didn't know you liked me. You like me. Give me a free three, five. If you like me that much, I would have show, showed you a titty. <laughs> No, they don't. They don't. Dude, did you ever have a dealer that gives you like a punch card where every 10 purchases you get like a free eighth? No, I have never. I got a dealer right now, right? The man's 50. This is a true story. Okay. He's 50 years old and he is a weed man. That's That's already sad as is. Okay. But the man is 50 years old and he lives at home with his mother and his daughter and he had his mom pick him up and drop him off pretty much every day to the spot or now I guess he just takes his mom's car and just drives over to where he sells but he's not even selling in his neighborhood he sells like five minutes away to a different area where they don't like nobody selling on their turf so he's been robbed and shot at a few times Jesus. all right and that like i said to me it's like like it's it's, and then on top of that like i'm like bro what are we gonna do with that the breezeway where you sell out of so with that being said it to me and people are gonna be like you know i I want to clarify something for y'all okay at some point at some age you have got to 
and he said that he doesn't want to get a job because he said he's, he he doesn't want to feel like fighting all of his managers. So he says, I'm going to just work for myself. This, this is my thing about it, right? At some point, you have to, to grow up from certain things. Like, you can't be a stripper for the rest of your life, okay? You can't be a prostitute for the rest of your life. Like, you, you would think that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, just, just like, at, at, from a mature standpoint, you know, from a mature standpoint, you have, like, like trying to fight for no reason. Boy, you gotta grow up out of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's and, and like and what like going back and forth to jail. Like I said, it's it's an immature mind state. But this particular cat, he never had a punch card. I asked him about if he has cash out. No, I don't have cash out because I was doing too many fraudulent activities. Oh, okay, all right. You, you got you got a lot going on, sir. So you expect me to pull out cash every single time? Every single time? Oh, so I, I don't like going to the ATM like that. That's a whole operation. It's like to me, and like I said, that's why I, I just, for me personally, that's why I'm glad they have, you know, money services. But all on top of that, like I said, man, I, I just feel that that he, you know, and then on top of that, like, like I said, I just kept trying to figure out, right? I'm like, okay, he knew I graduated. He knew it was my birthday. I don't get like a birthday deal, nothing. But you're trying to holler at. That's why I said, to me, to me is ridiculous. How, how is it that you end up? You're, you're you're just pretty much like at that point where it, it, he tries to holler at every one of his female customers. I found out. So I'm like, oh, okay. But like I said, his stuff is great. He's got good stuff. But at the same time, I just think to myself. I would think that once you have kids, you want to do better with your life. He's got like five kids, and, and one of them is older than me. And I'm like, you still trying to holler at me, even though your child's older than me? Oh wow! Okay, oh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Got it, got oh. it. But no, I don't. I never had the punch card. Um, never. Yeah, that that's pretty much it with that. You know, he subscribed to my YouTube channel, so that's oh. good. I got him subscribed to my YouTube channel. Yeah, my, my dealer, uh, my dealer found my TikTok, and I was like, "Oh, oh, wow, okay." <laughs> Who's the, okay? But here's my question for you, okay? At what age? At what age do you believe a person should, if they're, you know, moving weight? I mean, if they're just selling like nickel, nicks and dime bags, at what age do you believe that they should start moving weight? Ooh, uh, oh God! Well, I. I do not know a good answer to that. I I say by like twenty five. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I yeah, I'm twenty five. Oh no, I gotta start. That's what I would think. I think by age twenty five, you should start, you know, really real deal moving weight by that age. That's my opinion. Because like I said, you're still, you know, selling nicks and dime bags. And like I said, he's, this brother's 50 years old, right? Um, at what age, here's my question, next question for you, okay? At what age do you believe that a person should stop selling drugs altogether? Like they should just find a different career path? Your honest opinion. I guess it depends on how successful and how lucrative their um like their sales are like how how much they're making like if it's 
if you're making like I don't know, upwards, if you're making like like a hundred k a year or more off of that, like I don't know how much money there is in that because I, when I sold, I was like I was selling a frat brothers at at my college and I was like nineteen, um, mm-hmm. so like I don't I don't really there wasn't that much money in it when I was doing that, so I can't even imagine like how successful it could be but it's not really a lot of money in weed though it's it's, you got to go to cocaine and and meth and stuff like that weed is nothing yeah that's what i was thinking exactly like i was making like nothing did you were you making minimum wage uh no not even (laughs) not even less than that off of um i i no because i was only selling like an ounce to two ounces a day and I was going like selling like eighth by eighth to people and it was just me and it was um uh, it was just not lucrative and I smoked a lot more than I should have I was okay so you know listen let me tell you something man the notorious B.I.G. once said in 10 crack commandments maybe he was talking about cocaine but he says you don't get high off your own supply come on now come on now I messed up. You know what? You, you should. We should have met back in there. I would have taught you the game. Here's my question: What made you decide to um, start selling in the first place? I think it was just out of like I couldn't get a job on campus, and I just I wanted to be able to continue to. Uh, I wanted to be able to continue getting weed, but being able to kind of like get like I guess continue getting weed without losing too much money by like making it back off of selling some okay got you got you got you okay i mean that's that's you're being honest that's real yeah yeah. i I knew people on campus that their their goal was to save up for after college who then they were they were pushing like real real amounts of weight like i knew this one kid who i i had just met him i don't know why he trusted me with this he's like yo check this out opens up his suitcase just a whole pharmacy in there literally just everything i was like what how how are you how did you get all of this it's it's amazing to me but like i felt like yeah those were the people like with the pills and the coke and with the xanax yeah yeah xanax was a big seller at my college did you did you did you decide to switch over or did you were like no i'm just gonna go ahead and just still keep it i just um i kept it with just weed i didn't want to i didn't want to turn over to that because then that's when you start being responsible for other people's safety in a way or you're you could be held accountable and i was always worried about that so like i love i love how you got a heart man if you a real drug dealer you you don't have a heart you don't care about that Kid, I'm telling you, if you decide to get in that business and you're trying to be like kingpin of the year, you you don't ha- you don't have a heart. You don't care if you sell into a pregnant mother. Oh well, it's her fault. That's how you go- that's how you look at it. You don't have a heart when you come when it gets that. So what was your what made you say you know what I'm gonna stop this? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down. I, like like I'm gonna stop selling. What what was your your coming you know to self moment? So I I went kind of like emotionally or mental health wise i kind of went over the edge like towards my junior year of college where i was i was like yeah i was selling weed to like a lot of people and i i was um 
I was just not doing well emotionally. Like, a lot was going on with my family. And I was taking Xanax all the time. And when I wasn't taking Xanax, I was taking LSD. And I was just going, like, back and forth. And eventually I, like, broke down, had to go to, the like, the psych ward. And I came back and I left college. So that was um, mm-hmm. that was when I stopped. Like, I moved in with my, my girlfriend, who's now my partner, um, and and I just kind of hit the reset button on my life, and and I stopped from there. Yeah, and then I got. A when you first had said partner in the beginning, like typically when people say partner, that could either mean that's like you know like a cop like partner or that you're gay. And I was like, oh, I didn't know he was gay. You know, and so that's when you said partner. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, hey, welcome to the community then. You know, so you know, and everything else like that. So now I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um I use partner just because like I, it's more it's more like inclusive. And I, I'm just so used to saying that because I'm in a lot of like support groups and, and they talk like that. So I don't I don't know. I'm being trained into into and no, you're good. You're good. I'm telling you, typically when a person says like partner, be like, oh, okay, they're gay. Okay, well, never would have known. Oh, well, hey, five people out here. I'm like, oh, you're gay. Oh, you're not gay. I thought you were type of thing. All right, so I want to. I, I do want to, um, because I do have to go ahead and be productive, and I'm, we're gonna be here till the next day and stuff like that. But I did. I, I wanted to kind of ask you these puff pass pull questions, and you just give me your honest answer. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you have you uh, ever called out of work to stay home and get high? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Have you ever got high and ramshacked the kitchen? Many times. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> half baked or how high? Apple Express. What? Half baked, how high, or Pineapple Express? Oh, um, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, half baked, half baked. It's been a while, but yeah. All right. If you ever got high and fell asleep at a party, surprisingly, no. That that hasn't happened yet. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want to. Yeah. If it's a if it's a party like that, if it's people that I really know. I know for a fact they're not going to do nothing, but no, I wouldn't want to. Or I have to. I fell asleep at a concert with somebody. Oh, wow. I, yeah. Concert wasn't boring. It was just a bad. It was that, that was a bad batch of weed that I got. Oh, no. And I remember I woke up when, like, when Plies, he's my best friend in my head, when Plies came out, um, and I woke up and I jumped up and I started dancing. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> and once he left, I just went back to sleep again. <laughs> Have you ever had sex or form or form some form of sex while you was high? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you didn't put in on the weed, that's in rotation. <laughs> Too many times for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm over here like complaining, like man, pass the blunt, but I'm like Kendra, you didn't put in the weed. Oh yeah, yeah, I've I've done that. Like I've been like talking and talking, and and then someone will be like Alex. You're, you're holding the ball and I'm like oh whoops um have you ever been looking for something that was in your hands while you was high my phone many times <laughs> if you get paranoid when you when you're high I I used to 
when I was when I was younger and I lived with my mom, I would get worried that she was always around the corner. Um, you've ever taken somebody else's lighter like it was in your pocket the entire time, or you did it on purpose? Yeah, I've definitely done that once or twice. Mm-hmm. You ever got too high off of edible? Yes, right before I got a promotion at work. <laughs> um, you ever got so high you thought you need to go to the hospital? Yes, yes. I, I thought I, I thought the weed gave me Parkinson's, but I just toughed it out. <laughs> oh gosh. About part, have you ever been like got high and you just thought everything was funny or it never? Yes, yes, definitely. There have been certain strains that I think Candy Kush is one that made me feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if somebody at, at work had you ready to cuss them out, you had to go get high to calm down. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I've smoked at work so many times. <laughs> Have you ever been drunk and high at the same time? Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've done it once or twice. Uh, have you ever been high having a conversation with someone and don't hear nothing they're saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like I hear it, but I don't, like, process any of it at all. <laughs> You ever got high with one of your parents? No, I wish. Um, let's see, I already answered that question. Um, you ever lost your keys while you was high? Yes, my keys and my wallet. Long take for you to finally find them. It took me, oh, it took me a few hours. I, I was going to different people's dorms. Like, did I leave it here? Did I like? It, it was, it was a, it was a messy situation. Okay. Have you ever got caught smoking somewhere you wasn't supposed to be smoking? Yes, many times. Oh God, so many times. What's church? One of them. Um, church was not one of them. Uh, thankfully. But, uh, what, I I got caught by the police once at a park when I was 18. I got caught by, um, oh, so the two private detectives, or not private, two, like, unmarked car detectives showed up, and they were just in, like, plain clothes, and I thought they were just two dudes coming to have a barbecue or something. No, no, they were, they were the police, and they were like, it smells like weed. And I was like, no, it doesn't. What are you talking about? They're like, yes, it does. Where is it? And my friend, or not not really my friend, because of after this, he was like, well, I don't have the weed, and then looks right at me. There were, there were wow. So then the cops are, like, searching me, and I'm like, you know what, fine, like, here. I just wanted to cooperate, and they were very appreciative that I was cooperative, and I, like, gave up the weed, and... Like the whole time I'm shaking and they like have me against the car and they're searching me. They're like, why are you shaking? And I'm like, cause you're police officers. I know what you guys do to people. I've read about police brutality. And literally the guy goes to me, two white cops. So one of them, he goes, what, oh, why are you, why are you worried about that? You're not who we're looking for. Like, you're not the type of person we're looking for. And I'm like, okay. 
okay, officer dipshit, what does that mean? That's mm-hmm. that's telling of <laughs> and this was two thousand and fourteen. Like people weren't as like outraged at the police as they are now. But mm-hmm. this was like this was my first brush with the law and they towed my car. They they gave me like a two hundred eighty dollar fine because I had a vaporizer and weed. So they're like, oh, it's drugs and drug paraphernalia. I had to go pick up my car the next morning, pay $100 to get it out of the impound. It was it was ridiculous, all for literally like a gram and a half of weed. Hmm. So that guy that did that and said that, like, after that, you didn't punch him in his face? No, surprisingly, no. I just, I, I worked with him. We, we both worked at the same supermarket, so I had to... Um, hmm. I had to be kind of nice and uh, it was it was very stressful because I came home I was like green in the face I, I had didn't have my car my mom's like okay what did you do you got arrested didn't you I was like no no I, I don't know I got I got a I got a citation <laughs> I got a citation it's different <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah she was she was pissed <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad you left that supermarket job. You know, did you ever see that guy ever again? I have not seen him in like six years. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, Last few questions. If you ever got pulled over while you was high, you you mentioned that you was in the park, but like ever pulled, got pulled over. Yes. In New York City, I was I was high and I was also lighting a second joint and I turned right on a red light. And as I'm lighting the joint, I hear like the the sirens behind me pull over. Um, I eat the joint. That was my first, <laughs> my that was my response. Like, oh shit, let me just eat this joint really quickly. And it was Blue Dream, my favorite strain. I was like, god damn it, like this is such a waste. And so I'm chewing on this joint, and the cop comes comes around the comes around to the window, and he had a speech impediment. And I didn't realize that. So he's like, excuse me, but you, you toned white on wed? And I'm like, I'm white on wed? What are you what are you talking about? And he's like, you toned white on wed. And, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, oh. And I'm like trying not to crack up because like this is a police officer. But like, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Come on. Be, be chill, Alex. You're high. This dude can't say his R's. You're, you're, you're almost laughing. This is not good. And... I really had to try hard to keep my composure. I had like so much weed in the passenger seat, but like underneath the passenger seat because I had just hidden it as fast as I could. And I, it, I don't think he cared because in New York City, they they like stopped looking for for like weed offenses, and then they legalized it in New York like this year completely. So they they were not like worried about that. I think I ate a joint for nothing. Well, did he slap you with a ticket? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, you got a lot of tickets going on. Well, that's the end of that game. That's the end of that. I <laughs> I appreciate you having me on and everything. Thank you so much for coming. This is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. And it's a pleasure meeting you and talking to you. All right. Same here. Okay. Keep in touch. Stephanie, you take care now.
You too. Bye. Bye. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go the game with On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen, to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash sp56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.